Good afternoon. Welcome to another series of Find Your Inner Voice. Uh, we are the vocal coaches from the Vocal Studio Singapore and we wish you a good day. Uh, so here we are. Uh, my name is uh, Coach Boyana and with me today I have beautiful, lovely Coach Nisha. How are you, Nisha? Hello. I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm great, I'm great. And thanks for, for, for having a you know, discussing a little bit of our classical music topic for, for this yeah. month. And uh, yeah, so um, let's uh, start. Uh, so today, this is our second series of uh, classical singing discussions that we have uh, for this month, right? As I said earlier. And so we're going to have an artist to artist kind of thing. Um, yeah. We're going to uh, analyze a, a song today for you guys uh but a song that is not necessarily you know classical in nature but it has some elements of components yeah so nisha all right yes so what is our song for today what did it was this was nisha choice nisha's choice by the way wow um, <laughs> so the song that we have today is called unchained melody it is actually a song recommendation that boyana gave to me so thanks to I you choice. i give you a choice <laughs> but this was the best so that's why i chose this it was so good so i'm really excited to hear boyana's opinions on this song today and we're going to find out a lot about the classical aspect of things today um what is your take on it so let's hear a little bit about what is the song of course so first of all um you know there's a lot of songs that uh, you can you know, regardless of the title or the genre of the song, there are there, there have some classical, you know, singing influences in them. So uh, let's say this song, you know, first of all, uh, you know, I asked you, Nisha, earlier, right? How do you perceive, like, classical music and classical singing from someone yeah. like you who came, you know, who was brought up with that gospel sound around you, you you know, uh, and, and, you know, the Christian and worship songs, etc. Yeah. Oh, you, you mentioned earlier to me, right? So can yeah. you share with us, how do you perceive classical singing or, like, you know, and then I'll go and I'll answer your question after that. Sure. So just now you asked me, right, and I told you the moment you say classical music, there's only one thing I think about, okay. and it is the orchestra. So I love the sound of the orchestra. I love to, I love it when um, Esplanade has concerts where they, they play um, movie themes. Oh my gosh, I love it. Or if it's like they're playing, um, they're playing music from like different Disney movies and things like that. And I just go there and I sit there and I'm like, wow like it's so amazing because you hear it all through like movies and stuff for me i i get really impressed nowadays when i watch movies and i hear um the soundtracks in the background and i'm immediately reminded of an orchestra and how classical music plays such a huge part in a lot of things that we we watch and we listen to today yeah. so we just don't realize it so i think it's really important today that we we find out a little bit about how do we know that um things around us are classically inspired yeah. yeah, yeah. Very wonderful. Yeah, I mean, orchestration, I'm very happy that you respect that a lot. I personally love instruments a lot, uh, you yeah. know, and I love imitating instruments. I also, when I write my own music, sometimes I write instrumentals without even having yeah. a voice in there because of the appreciation of orchestral 
music and generally instruments. So yeah. that's good. I mean, you see, Nisha, it's uh, um, uh, so the, the, the classical singing and instrumentation in you know how how the, because there's a lot of instruments. In, in one classical piece of music can be a lot of, as you said, talking about orchestra, right? So our yeah. singing voice, it has to be slightly different in sound in terms of, you know, how, how an instrument would play a particular piece of music because an instrument only has one sound, right? If you have a guitar or for instance, if you have a flute, you have, you most probably have one sound only that the flute can produce or, but instrument is limited with, with our voices you know how how the operatic sound is you know how it sounds when you, when you sing opera right yeah. Uh, yeah. then uh so this is what we have to achieve uh, uh when when we sing a classical piece of music and that that type of classical singing really blends well with your you know the classical sound blends well with your with the orchestration as you said uh so now let's go back to uh the song that we chose all right uh there you go. Since you like orchestration, no, no wonder uh, you, you said to me, "Oh, I liked Unchained Melody," but you know, I'm not sure. Maybe I should go to the other song. We're not going to discover which other song you want. To <laughs> so we little, little bit of uh, how to say a little bit of uh, excitement for our our people who are watching us to know that you know <laughs> to recommend in the classic field, classical, yes. classical music field. So Unchained Melody has that orchestration. No wonder you chose that, right? Because. Ta -da, these little violins and um it does have that feel of like yeah. you know classical uh, classically composed music yeah. arrangement which turn you know around the vocals so and mm -hmm. also the movie which is ghost it's an amazing movie we watched the video right <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> it's good it's really good it was really touching yes <laughs> okay. yeah well guys please watch the video Unchained Melody from the movie The Ghost. I mean, most of you have probably seen it, uh, or if you haven't, then do watch it because you know it's a very emotional and uh, it, it's a it's a love movie. It's a love song. Yeah. It's, it's it talks about love, you know, and uh, so that's why we like it. There's another another reason why we like it. Also, um, let's go now to so yeah, Unchained Melody movie The Ghost. Watch it again. We'll uh, we'll have a link below so you guys can access the song. Uh, so now. Um, you see the way the singer sings and his voice, it's, uh, you know, the beginning, right? Oh, my love. It's already the sound itself. You can't tell, you, you can't say, <laughs> you can't say, you know, you cannot say that it's, it's, it's inspired by, by something else or that he sings R&B or that he sings jazz because you can tell the tone is very open. The vowel is it's an open vowel and that you know a placement of the voice it's very very typically for classical music so this is how you can recognize you know that there is classical influences here in yeah. the way he sings the song and then um and then what what else do we have only when I so if you start using your classical voice or your head voice and if you start um, this is one way how you can recognize that something has a classical vibe or influence or it's it could potentially be a classically uh, a piece for classical singing is that if you start humming the melody so if you go so 
does that not remind you that it could potentially be like an orchestral piece? Yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. Yeah, so if you have that, and there's something interesting that, that uh, this song offers, which, which we don't have nowadays, uh, it's the bel canto singing. That means beautiful singing. Beautiful singing mm -hmm. was introduced some, some centuries ago when people um, were trying to impress or express themselves by producing a nice sound, you know. They were not, yeah, they were not, this, this, this is also something that we don't really hear nowadays because all you hear in the classical, you know, uh, singing uh, most of the time today is a lot of power and a lot of strength and there's a oh, very strong sound, right? Yeah. Which is, which is part of, which is part also of, of you know, classical singing. But yeah. uh, this song offers eventually, you know, uh, when we listen to it, uh, we can hear that there's there's a little bit of that bel canto, which means beautiful singing. That's Italian, as I said, right? Mm -hmm. Because it really sounds beautiful. So how beautiful the melody is, you know? And no one is asking you in that song to like raise your voice and make it classical and make it sing. Yeah. So, well, you know, all you have to do is learn how to connect the melody nicely. Eventually, you know, if you're a, a, a female singer and wants to cover this song, then you can, you can cover it uh, by using your head voice or falsetto and try to make to make it sound beautiful so beautiful it's interesting that bel canto thing is actually um it's very natural you know yeah so it's very natural how your voice is supposed to sound you're not supposed to when you sing bel canto you're not supposed to scream and shout and things like that <laughs> But you know uh, what to do. Back in the day, people had no microphones, so what was the the only way? Right. Yeah, the only way for us was to you know fill the space around us. Yeah. And there's no microphone. How are you gonna reach? I don't know, like five, ten, twenty, thirty, fifty meters ahead of you, not fifty meters, but you yeah, know, you can you can you can catch the whole auditorium, or everyone can hear you. So people had to learn how to do that. So how to uh, you know, make the voice sound so grand and so powerful and so nice in the same time so that um, they can reach everyone. So that's one thing. Yeah. But that's so amazing though. You know, I, I always thought about it like how a performer would stand on stage and everybody will be able to hear him or her. That's just amazing. They don't even need a mic. Like what, what, what kind of training and what kind of like, is it, is it more like definitely breath support is it like projection you need all of that right so are those things that you need like years and years to train or can this be something that like um someone who maybe comes for lessons can pick up in like i don't know maybe six months kind of thing is it something they can develop quick uh yes and no is the answer uh, of course it can be achieved with training like anything else right singing in the yeah. day uh, more you sing more you train uh you know better you become now it depends on the stage of where the artist is. So in my opinion, um, there's, there's the several like things to mention, you know, if someone is mature as a singer and they've done a lot of different genres of music and suddenly they go like, oh, I want to do classical because I appreciate, I understood. It's like this, like this and yeah. like that, you know, and they can already sing, you know, they're on most, let's say professional or semi-professional level, things like that. Uh, what they can do, if this type of let's say type of people try and go for classical singing, um, they will be able to 
uh, maybe eventually get better, get, get good in six months or in a year. But tr- consistent mm-hmm. training is very important. Yeah. Because we have to engage our whole body. There's a lot of things for us to learn. And on top of everything, you know how the strictness thing, classical, you know, in classical singing, there's no, there's no like escape point. Oh, I can do it this way. I can do it that way. Right. You know that. So everything has to be yeah, in a yeah. manner. So you have to get to that way of singing, you know, which is yeah. the correct way of singing. So now for that, you need a good teacher, you know, you need a, you need a, you need a, a, a time. Uh, yeah. You need to understand what this, what this is about. And in the end, uh, uh, maturity. It's a very yeah. important thing. This is what I realized when I was, I was very young, when I was taught how to, you know, when, when someone took me and my teacher took me, a classical singing teacher took me to, to you know, to work with me. And uh, I was only yeah. years of age. But in that time, I, I had a lot of appreciation, but the maturity was not there. Because when someone's 14 years old, you know, they have a small body, the mind is you know, very young and you're yeah. a teacher, you know. Again, that does not mean that, a 14-year-old cannot have classical training, uh, yeah. classical singing training. Why? Because it really depends on their preferences, like and dislikes. I know a girl who is, what, probably 11? She's, she's been training for the last two years like crazy. You, know? uh, you see, so it's, it's pretty rare, I guess. But, um, but, you know, you can, if you have respect and if you understand what classical music can give you, classical singing, yeah. sorry, uh, yeah. And then you definitely should consider, you know, at one point in life, whenever you feel like you're ready, I would recommend that, you know, talking about breathing, I can improve your breathing, uh, because breathing is super important in classical music, you know, there's a lot of emphasis on that. Yeah. Uh, whereas in popular music, it's it's quite debatable. You know, some some says some say you, you should breathe, you must breathe properly. Others they deny it yeah. or don't breathe. True. You know, but breath support, there you go. If you struggle with breath support, maybe you can eventually consider take a classical piece of music, not necessarily a classical one. There you go. You can have an unchained melody, or if it's yeah, classical, you can choose another piece of which has a similar similarity and then you can use a little bit of classical technique there just for you to learn yeah breathe and etc so sorry i'm talking too much next question it's good that's really good it's so insightful thank you so much for everything so far very very good information so um next question um the influence did we cover the influence of um the classical um the classical qualities in the song of Unchained Melody, we did talk about um, the fact that there is an um, orchestric kind of. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, what do you mean by arrangement, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you were saying? Yeah, what do you mean the influences exactly? What do you mean by the influences in the song? Um, okay, at the top of my head right now, I feel like, okay, for example, in pop music or in rock music, that kind of thing we have main influences, right? Yeah. That influenced um, specific artists to write a certain song or, you know, they grab from different kinds of genres and they make it into a piece. Yeah. So are there any kinds of influences that we have specifically on Unchained Melody? Um, Unchained Melody is, I would say, a classic, you know, uh, a classic that could... uh, this is this is a song that you could have seen or, or could have been written in the sixties. You know, I told you, I was like, oh, I thought this movie. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't have any. Uh, it's very it's very simple. 
you know, melody wise uh, and, and orchestration. I mean, there's not, there's very little, little going on, but yeah. you can tell that the, you can tell that the underlined, you know, idea was for the song to sound like it's a classic. Because why? Because the movie was, was also made yeah. in the idea. So something that's eternal, that's, you know, the love between these two people, etc. So I would say yeah. it's only in, in Unchained Melody, uh, all you have is just very simple, uh, classical sort of idea that is in the back. And there's, I don't think there's anything else that would be, you know, there's other, some other influences there when it comes to, you know, the, the orchestration and the singing part. Oh, yeah, yeah. the singing part, that, but that's interesting. We have this. That kind of thing, the lick, right? Uh, and the ad lib. That is also, I mean, yeah. the way the singer is singing it, it's not so much, it's very natural. Uh, but yeah. done, you know, in R&B, for instance, they use a lot of these like head voice, chest voice transitions. Yes. You know, there you go. There's a similarity there. Uh, yeah. you, you can also, now talking about that, let us go to our second version that we are yeah. looked at. Um, shall we? Who's gonna? We have a Unchained Melody by a beautiful yes. artist that uh, I somehow discovered later through a friend of mine. <laughs> right? Yeah. We we looked at this guy. His his name is Mike Young. Yeah. Mike Young uh, also appeared on American Idol, and he was a street um, artist in New York in the in the in the Metro Station. He uh, he's been singing there for many years. Guys, please check him out. Yes, uh, Mike uh, Mike Young. We're gonna link that in the description. Unchained yeah. melody, beautiful. You will realize the sort of the black kind of per se voice with who, that also has some classical, you know, uh, uh, technique that he's using. So here you go. There's a beautiful blend. <coughs> How you can blend maybe someone who sings blues or R&B with a little bit of classical uh, singing. Yeah. You get this beautiful, amazing yeah. sound that he produces. What do you think about my, uh, Mike Young? Yeah, he's, it's so amazing. The moment you... Um, showed me the version of Unchained Melody, this specific version. I was like, this is like so good. Like, you know, I, honestly, once just wasn't enough. I needed to listen like a couple of times to internalize the way he was singing it. Um, I think a lot of times, like, especially in R&B and soul music, it's really not about, um, yes, the, te the technical aspect of it is very important, but they sing a lot um, with, with how they feel at that point. And that, is what creates the runs. That is what creates the, the things in the song that people will go, whoa, I've never heard that before. Because they're not copying anyone. It's based on what they feel and what they want to sing at that moment. So that's what's yeah, so yeah, yeah. amazing about it. Yeah, so it's great that like, um, we have such great classical influences that we know that classical music and the pieces that have been created are so, um, are so crucial and are so important. You know, classical music is important. And then we have people who take that important influence and put it in the genre of music that they're doing it makes it all the more great because you put two and two together it's like whoa <laughs> yeah no it's amazing i mean i'm not saying that it's easy to do that of you course. either have it or you don't have it it could be a natural yes. talent it could yeah. be something that you realize over the years and then you went oh okay maybe i can do a bit of classical yeah. training here and i can use my natural yeah. black sounding whatever voice you know absolutely i think it's amazing and you know uh, check him out guys. we're gonna put the links there 
I'm yeah. just gonna say something. I'm not uh, as we, that we just discussed when when Mike Young did the American Idol. I think uh, it was a very huge shock, right? Because there was judges there. Uh, in my opinion, he's it's very it's a very high level, uh, but you know that happens too. And it's good that we have singers like that that we can look up onto. You know that that really good. Um, so he didn't get all the likes from the judges. Can you imagine, guys? Please watch it and then oh my god, right? <laughs> but I was surprised that Simon Cowell went like, oh that's amazing. You have it. He, he really recognized the talent. Whereas yeah. sometimes if, if there's too much going on, maybe he's a little bit over the top. As as, as how how this is a term that we use. But in the same time, it's just brilliant the way he sounds. So I think these artists and these type of people should be given you know a little bit of more light and then more opportunity yeah. uh, because we can learn from them yeah very true yeah a lot of these artists are, are very uh, they're, they're underrated <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly so yeah. Uh, let's encourage these people uh, yeah. you know, uh, appreciate them a little more because we love music and singing so much so all yes. we have to do is you know appreciate all these people who are really like you know who have this say extra some wow factor that we can learn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. So right. good. Anything else, Nisha? I think we'd, uh, we we can wrap it up because um, yeah. you know, we don't want to make it too long and too... Yeah, I think you covered a lot of things, a lot of new things. It's good. All right, then, guys. Thank you so much, Nisha. Thanks, everyone. Thank then. you. And uh, please stay tuned. We are bringing a beautiful guest that's going to talk about classical music, someone who really ah. is doing that thing. So, guys, stay tuned next time for next week thank you nisha yeah. that's amazing that, thank you that, you know uh that you also appreciate this this type of singing so thank you you got me see you soon bye. have a wonderful day bye, have a good bye. day